0: Welcome to Take Another Look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo with a genuine conversation about what's missing from the human connection. Let's join Melanie and Gerda now. Welcome to <laughs> Take Another Look podcast. My name is Gerda Felix and my co host is Melanie Tadio Malo. Welcome, Melanie scared how are you I am well thank you and you I'm
1: great very very well thanks
0: and welcome to our audience as well today is the last episode of Queen Charlotte from Bridgerton we are going to talk about episode six the final episode as usual I will warn you that there will be some, how do you Spoiler call it? Spoiler alerts. Spoiler yes. <laughs> because I think we we are hmm, practically the last people who are doing any types of comments. Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Because I think since May, and now we are in what? We are in August. Yes. So hopefully you would have seen it, watched it. And enjoyed it with us. If not, we are sure that you don't mind the spoilers. So welcome. <laughs> Ooh, what happened? Oh my gosh, Gerda! This
1: <laughs> whole series has been an emotional roller coaster, and oh, yeah, I know you told me to prepare myself, but oh, I didn't prepare myself for this episode. My goodness.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a way that we could have no because how how would you have guessed everything that has happened in this episode it was just
1: action packed so many different layers and i have to start off by just giving credit to the writers and the directors the actors actresses it was incredible so good
0: yes everybody has done perform very well and mm. it was mm, well done Okay. Should we dive in? I think we should. Okay. So this episode, I have my notes, okay? Because I need to have my notes in order for me to talk to you and (laughs) certain things will come to mind so that I explain. When I watched this episode again, a lot of things that came up to me, mostly in terms of what they said, a sentence that was said and that caught my attention because as you need to know (laughs) I have watched this I don't know more than probably eight times more than eight times so when you watch something over and over again you tend to watch it with a different eye every time Mm -hmm. and one of the times I watched all of it the whole well season it's not really a season but I've watched all six episodes and I decided to watch it only listening to it and not necessarily watch it. So I only listened to it, which also brought more to me as yeah. I was listening, because when you are listening and watching, it seems that there's a, your, one of your senses are not, hmm, how do I see this? you're not listening the same way as if you were only listening when you are listening and watching.
1: It's true. And again, for myself, not being able to see it, it's like exactly what I was doing. And I felt I missed a lot of stuff, but I probably caught things that perhaps somebody
0: who's not just listening wouldn't catch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because for me, that's what happened when I decided, okay, I'm, I'm simply going to listen to it today. And I noticed different things, such as different sentences that came to mind. So this started, the first thing we see or first scene that we see is doctor, the dreadful doctor being called. (laughs) He went to see the Dowager princess, Mm -hmm. Princess Augusta. And the sentence that of course, I heard was, I have been dismissed, <laughs> and I remember thinking, and sh- and so you should exactly,
1: <laughs> as if she, hoping she was going to do something about it.
0: <laughs> yes. yes, exactly, <laughs> and and that conversation in itself, for him to say that you know, you know, she was because of course Princess Augusta was, well, the king will not do this; it could not. That wasn't the king. She did this? Yes, she did this. And I was happy that mm-hmm. he was no longer the doctor.
1: Absolutely. It's like a relief. Okay, finally, George is going to have an opportunity just to be with this nonsense
0: going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, the whole episode and the old series is, is a dance between the old times and the current time. So the first scene we saw was, of course, of the previous time, the old times. And then right after, we're back to the current times. Every time that we are in the current time, we hear the voice of Lady Whistledown. And that's why as soon as I hear her voice, I I know now that I am in current time. That was And that's well done. Because before I didn't notice it so much, but when I decided to listen to it, as soon as I hear her voice, I know that we are in current time. And see, now- but you
1: had the advantage because I don't see the difference because I'm thinking, who's speaking? Oh. I don't know her voice. So the, again, that's okay. the difference. So I get very confused from which time to which time. I just find the voice of the actresses play Queen Charlotte are different and that's when, oh, okay.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay. Well, well said, thank you. (laughs) But yes, yeah, because Julie Andrews is the, I would call her the narrator, but she's Lady Whistledown. She's the voice of Lady Whistledown. So as soon as I hear her voice, I, I know that, okay, now we are in current time. And that's when we see the conversation between Lady D, Lady Denbury, and Viscountess Bridgerton. Yes. And so they're having this conversation. They're happy to see each other and they're talking. Of course, they just, Lady Whistledon has mentioned that it's spring. It's spring. So they're happy to see each other. And the one thing I hear from Lady Denbury, I shall ring for my police. <laughs> that's that was like, okay, what is a police? I don't know what that is. So I, I will have to look it up because I don't know what that is. But I'm assuming because she came back with a different coat, that is a coat that would be best for her walk because it was a little cool. Cooler, okay, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yes, but that's the first time I had heard that noun, police. I hope I'm pronouncing it properly. Do you know what that is, Melanie? I don't know.
1: (laughs) I was (laughs) like, oh, I didn't know. Is it like transportation or what? But yeah, I think it might be a wrap of some sort, Gerda. Probably. Yeah.
0: And of course, we know that Viscountess Bridgerton has found Lady Denver's secret. Mm -hmm. Because as she's waiting for her, she's looking around. And what does she see? The hat that, that her father has given to Lady Denbury.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Co- and of course, this is a subject of conversation among okay. viewers because will she say something? Will she say something? That's the conversation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what else do we see? We see that now it's time for a family portrait. <laughs> oh, the king is absent. Yes. And the children are bickering. (laughs) And Queen Charlotte says, without an heir, none of this is of any significance. (laughs) And that told me that's how important the having an heir, how important this is. And I don't know why the children who are adults. Why is it that for them it wasn't as important, or they did not understand the importance of that? That's for me. That's the question that I have. What do you think?
1: Well, for me, because okay, we know. Let's as kids get older, teenagers, early twenties, thirties, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. You're living your life. You don't care. And again, I from what I gathered, just from that this day and time, or like the older times, there was a sense of entitlement when you were royalty. So you had a very free, easygoing life and responsibility was the last thing you ever thought about, especially if you weren't the heir. And again, I don't think it was of um, significance to them. They were just about having fun doing their thing. So perhaps that's why. But Mm -hmm. yes, through the whole series, this was very,
0: very pertinent from day one and it was a theme throughout the entire series Yes, absolutely and you are right because you know it's and that hasn't changed too much the no. relationship between parents and children very true <laughs> very what true. is important for the parents and what are what is important for the children uh, usually differ so exactly sense, yes you are right the other thing is that brimsley <laughs> brimsley is so funny as the the person who's doing the portrait <laughs> asks Will the king be coming? Ah, and I'm like, couldn't he understand that wasn't the best question to ask? Exactly. (laughs) And then Charlotte went, (sighs) and she just got up. (laughs) She just got up. Now everybody, everybody got up. And Ripley says, "You may continue." (laughs) (laughs) And again, like you're supposed to do it from memory, right? (laughs) you may continue is for me I thought it was really funny yeah. <laughs> and and the, well the person who's doing the portrait I don't know if I should call him a painter he says they are all gone and he yes. says, are you saying your majesty is not sitting for her portrait <laughs> and I'm like oh, okay uh can you not see that she's right here so it, it's funny the that conversation because what it tells me is that when people from, of this status, they can determine how things will go. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it is how things went.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and the fact that this painter or the person doing the portrait is supposed to have had that small amount of time Get the thought and the image in his mind, and then go and paint something beautiful from it, and then embellish the king based on what he thinks he knows. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yes. So th- this is definitely something to that I had to think about because obviously <laughs> that's what you—that's why you know that people of that stature they hold a lot of—they have a lot of power. Absolutely.
1: And the pressure from the paint sure to do something good based on what he had is tough. Yes,
0: absolutely. And then so all of this happened before the song is played. You know, when the, the the episode is starting. Yes. So now we hear the song. The episode is starting. And what do we see? Charlotte visits George.
1: The younger days, yes. Yes. Mm. Oh scene Garrett my goodness the scene I was listening on my headset in the living room to it and uh, of course I had my tissue because I knew and I was crying and crying and crying. And my husband was like who made you cry <laughs> <laughs> and I said queen <laughs> <your laughs> <woman." laughs> yes. and he's like what <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes it is oh that That is definitely one that, it it touches you. It touches you because I I think it's because we can understand Mm -hmm. and we can understand, well, we feel for George. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like in the beginning when she first came in, when Queen Charlotte first came in and and she's there, she came in and then George is, I, I felt that maybe it's because he was ashamed and he because of course he didn't want her to see him right. like this. And then she was the one to discover him, discover what they've done to him. So I felt like there was there was some type of shame. And that's probably why he was pushing her away. And yeah. I also thought that it was a good, the most powerful. It, most powerful scene is when Charlotte says, because he kept saying to her, go away. I don't want to ever see you again. Leave and don't come back. And she finally said, I will stay. I commend it. And in that moment, I felt, here's the queen.
1: Yeah, exactly. She had finally come into her own. And she knew not only was she in love with him, but where her position was, what her, you know, and she embraced both, and I thought it was beautiful. And despite the back and forth, and he's trying to protect her, he's telling her the cruel things to make her think, you know, to hate him. But yet she knows better. Mm-hmm. She knows what her heart tells her, and it was beautiful. Yes, but it was. It was. I was just at bated breath, waiting and waiting, and then. Yeah.
0: Yes, and and you know, the actress. Who played quinchola she said it was a very tough scene for her to play
1: I and tell
0: she you. Said, yeah and she said tom the director kept coming at her and say no you need to you need and and she said that was that was tough to play that's what mm-hmm. she said yeah yeah wow when she insists she mm-hmm. won't leave unless he says
1: mm-hmm. tell me you don't love
0: me and, and he can do it yes and the excuses and, you know, at that point, I thought, isn't it the way that we all feel?
1: Mm-hmm. No, You're not good I, enough. Yes, we
0: want mm-hmm. to be loved. Okay. Everybody, we all want to be loved. Yeah. And yet we're finding excuses why mm-hmm. no one could love us. Exactly. It You're
1: going to hurt them. You're, you know, we're not good enough. All those things. And the way that George comes, he's so vulnerable. He's so, he's like this. Big icon of pillar strength, but yet in this moment he's so vulnerable. love Lo- Letting her see his fear, it was so beautiful.
0: Yes, yes, because it came it came for me in the way I, I thought it was funny because it came from leave me alone, I don't want to see you go. Yeah, and it's yeah. like it's very powerful and very mm-hmm. strong in telling her. And as soon as she said, I commend it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like okay. Okay, Charlotte, we're okay, we we not having this conversation. Charlotte, we're not this, Charlotte, not. I'm like, okay, this is very strange. So it's interesting to see the way, the change up from how he was before. Mm-hmm. And then when she kept coming at him and say, well, you're gonna have to tell me that you do not love me. Yeah. And he, it's the way he looked at her, mm-hmm. he looked at her. It almost felt like, okay, is this woman mad? This is who I am. Are you mad? (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm a madman. This is what's going on in my mind. You know, I don't even know where I am. And she kept coming and says, this is who I am. I will do this for you, but I need to know. And gosh, I wish at 17, 18 years old, I was able to speak or communicate. My feelings that way.
1: Honestly, right? And again, we know it was a different era, a different time, but so mature and so deep and understanding their emotions and thoughts, despite everything she had gone through in these six episodes. It's just, yeah, mind boggling.
0: Yes. And for me, that's what I call emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is about you, but it is also about the other person. There's no only you. Because when it's only about one person, then you're missing something. And if there's one thing I feel that Shonda Rhymes is very good at, she's let she allows us to see all different points of view.
1: Yes, very, very good at that. And I think it, it provides a very inclusive perspective into the entire. Thing. And again, I felt with this episode, every, all the pieces that I was still
0: unsure about fell
1: into place. And it was just oh,
0: okay, now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> mm. The next scene is more solitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's when we know that Carl knew what had happened. Because she said she asked more solitude, and she said. And perhaps your coat should have made a fine blanket. That's what she told <laughs> Lady Nempory, and I'm like, okay, she's telling you that she knows. Yes. Yeah, exactly. After, after Ledger came in and said, you know, well, I'm not coming in. I will yeah. not make a sound. After that part, that's when she went to walk with him again, and that's when he came with Violet. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she was able to keep her com- composure. I <laughs> would have been chlap. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because I-, I thought that was really tough. Mm-hmm. Tough to watch because, okay, you're saying you're there and you're not really there because we've seen this conversation before. Who? What's there? Well, you know, and I am. Are you? And I, I tried to kiss you, but I removed myself at the yeah. last minute. And then you came back you mm-hmm. had <laughs> yes people are saying that you know she she experienced joy yeah she felt joyful and then what and you can't even have the decency to have a conversation one-on-one conversation with the lady that you were with yeah. you decided that you were going to hide behind your child yeah, ah.
1: yeah it was very
0: very uh cowardly
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yes and yeah, absolutely and the not a good thing. thing. Is
1: Violet is such an intelligent young girl. Mm-hmm. She's inquisitive. She's curious. She's not stupid. Mm-hmm. And like, could the father not see that?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, that, that, and I don't, I don't think in that moment, he even thought of her. Mm-hmm. I think in that moment, he thought only of him mm-hmm. and how, he, what do I need to do in order for me to end this? Because yeah. I know it's not going to be, to go well. Right. I think that's all they think about, not thinking about any of them. Which is didn't think so... about, you know, Violet didn't think about Lady Denbury, just about himself. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was if, if there's one part apart from the dreadful doctor, let Leah, Ledger yeah. was not. <laughs> yeah, it was not your favorite, was yep, it? Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see the Dowager Princess again with the boys. Because... Mm. Now they're asking her, and so she keeps saying, all is well. All, but where you were, all is well. <laughs> she doesn't know anything. <laughs> so that, I, I thought that was that was interesting. That, mm-hmm. Of course, she couldn't say anything to them because first of all, she did not know, mm-hmm. but she could not let them know that she did not have any control. right. And it is, what they say is
1: ignorance is bliss. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she could honestly say she all is well as well
0: mm-hmm. just to pacify them, but yet she's has no clue. <laughs> Yes, yes, all is well. <laughs> and then we're in present day. This mm-hmm. is the visit of Prince Regent with his sister visiting Queen Charlotte in present day. I was confused by this, Gerda. You have to explain it to me, please. Okay. So... What happened in that visit, Prince Regent, I think he's the first born and he came with his sister. I think she's the oldest uh, daughter. And they came to visit the queen because they were, I guess they were tired of the way she was all about, okay, you have to make babies, you have to make babies. So they came okay. to talk to her. <laughs> queen Charlotte makes, always makes me laugh. So she's talking to them and they say they say things like we the Prince started by saying we wanted to discuss the way that you've and and the the lady I can't remember her name, she said, not this, not a discussion. We're not discussing this. And she was very clear about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Queen Charlotte being Queen Charlotte. She said, Oh, and you came to represent your brothers and sisters. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just, she's like okay they have made you they were said, okay well it's like okay cool let's hear what you have to say yeah exactly <laughs> and then at one point she said the daughter said well you know we think that it is your baby talking to us about the baby the fact that you want to have an heir is very cruel because you know did you know what we have done in order for this to happen did you know that we did mm-hmm. you even know that i lost a baby and she and Charlotte said i did not you've lost babies mm-hmm. and with that question again it felt like okay she was so focused I'm on George, yes, and and George, and I George, think because the the goal was that they secure George's line. That's why she kept saying your line, and he keeps mm-hmm. always telling our her line. our yeah. line. But yeah. in her head, your line. That's the pressure that she had. So she was so focused on that that it didn't even occur to her that. It's not because they didn't want to have babies. It's because they couldn't have babies. Some of them could not.
1: And the thing is, too, I really noticed in this episode, especially, that she had no relationship with her children. No. no. None. And again, I think that's because she spent all of her time with, focused on George and the heir and the yes. responsibilities as queen. And it was disheartening because, yes. again,
0: oh. Yes, no. absolutely. And then, <laughs> And then I think it's Prince Regent who said, because of what she said, I've been a good mother. I've been and a very good mother. Like oh, yes. everything I've done, it's for you. And he said, you've never been a mother. You Makes have sense. been our queen. That that was that was hurtful. I was like, yeah. oh no, <laughs> her face. Yeah. It, you know, here's the thing. I have seen, I have seen a lot of my friends having their children. Throwing those kind of stuffs stuff in their face.
1: Okay, I have
0: seen and mothers. Okay, I have mm-hmm. seen mothers doing everything that they could, and the child, and in the end, choose to go and live with their father, mm-hmm. or they came and it's like, well, you're not a good mother, or that, and I and I've seen this, and I've seen this to a point that I came to realize, <laughs> and in in my in Haiti, well, in my country, and this is what they usually say. It's always the mother's fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's easy the to blame the mom, right? Yeah. Yes. Everything like any every blame, it's always the mother. Whether the mother is divorced, it's her fault. Whether she stayed in the relationship with the man who's not treating her properly, it's her fault. Wh- whatever happened, it's always the mother. It's always the mother.
1: But here's the thing, Gerda.
0: The queen was so lonely for
1: so long because George wasn't well. And she had the children, so why? Like I, I'm, I'm surprised by this. I guess they don't go into it. They don't talk about how the kids grew and the relationship with Charlotte and the kids. But I just
0: yeah, when I heard this, I was like ouch. <laughs> yes, I, I truly think, and I, I believe that for me, I find that one of the themes in this episode is the you and me theme. Yes, you and me. And it's always you and me, although in the end she said you, you and me and them, but it's always been the you and me. And because yeah. that, I felt that they were very protective of each other. Mm, okay. Yeah. That that's the way I, I felt it. So because of that, the children come after, but the you and me is so powerful, it's so strong that I'm looking after you first. And because I know that you are sick, you're not, you know, like I mean, you have you have a mental disorder. I don't know how to call it, but my, and I've, you know, I've said, I will stay. Yes. I've said, I, I will say whatever happens, I will stay. So I am here for you. It's you and me. We can do this.
1: Right. Okay. So that makes sense. So then the kids, they were taken care of by nannies, et cetera. Yes. So it, yes. that wasn't the focus, even yeah. though they've doing their
0: job with all the children, <laughs> And I think you know from what I've read about the real people, they Queen Charlotte and King George they went different places with their children. Mm. That's what I've read. I've read like you know it's not like they <laughs> abandoned their children. Yeah. That's no, what no. 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 They were very present in the, but present to the degree of what their life would permitted them. Yes. And you know right you It'd have that, that
1: sense of entitlement as well The the kids felt that they needed more and they weren't getting it
0: despite having everything <laughs> and this is a normal feeling mm-hmm. okay? i'm saying this because i have worked with many different people mm-hmm. and in sessions first of all it's always the mother um, yeah. 98% of, of the time when you when I ask anyone who do you want to forgive? Because we do a forgiveness session, mm-hmm. it's always the mother. Interesting. 98% of the time, it's always the mother. Yes, we do mother and father, but the first when you ask them, the first person they will say it's the mother. Even though it could have been all through the sessions and talking about the father, when it comes for that, it's always the mother. <laughs> so that's one thing I realized. So that wasn't surprising to me. Mm-hmm. And second of all, it doesn't matter what kind of upbringing you had, okay? This is one thing I I came to understand. First of all, although children, you know, they may have been in the same family, Mm -hmm. not... They may have been in the same family, but they did not. And they may have had the same parents. Yeah. But in reality, they never had the same parents. Different Yes, exactly. Because let's say, for example, myself. From the time I was born until seven years old, you know, I had my mom and my dad. Mm -hmm. The way that I knew my mom and my dad. But yeah. the way my mom and my dad were with my siblings as they came in the picture, it's a different type of situation mm-hmm. and experience. So yeah. even though you might hear people say, we've had a wonderful childhood, at one point of the discussion of the communication, you will hear them say what they felt they they had missed. Yeah. This yeah. is not. It's true. It's very true. And that's even
1: back then and current day, right? It's nothing new. Yes.
0: Yes. So this is, to me, what I, what I saw there, I thought, yeah, this is, this is a regular happening in every family.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Doesn't matter how good you try to make it. At one point you are, you will be named (laughs) the worst mother of the year. (laughs) That's what it is. So and now we go we saw farmer George is going to work in the field. And of Mm -hmm. course he came in and he asked his wife and Charlie said, yep, no, never, I'm not going there. (laughs) And he receiving something from his mother, he decided that he wasn't going to read it. That also shows me now there's a separation between his mother.
1: She called for him several times and Charlotte said he was busy or he wasn't available. And he not asked her to do that, but she knew that he didn't want to see her or talk to her. And that protectiveness of Queen Charlotte for her husband's well-being, I thought, was Mm -hmm. powerful.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But, you know, in that scene, when, when he's going to work in the field, we could see that Reynolds was already concerned because it seems like everything was doing well you know because he, George is there admiring his wife oh my wife is you are beautiful my wife is really so he's there admiring his wife he tore the letter he's obviously making strides being better yeah and Reynolds will say mm. and the other thing I noticed is that Reynolds looked at Queen Charlotte. Queen Charlotte said, well, do you have anything to say? No. And then, and this is the thing, I find even in, in Queen Charlotte, when people had something to say, they would clear their, th- their throat <laughs> before they were giving permission or before they could finally muster the courage to say what to they did. Yeah. And in that scene, Reynolds, <laughs> so she said, okay, what's up? <laughs> and she Reynolds, nothing. And then he cleared, he cleared his throne, and that's when she said. Well, speak. Yeah, and that's when she said to That's what when he said to her, "Well, he's good now, but perhaps caution mm-hmm. is necessary."
1: And again, I think he was protecting the king and
0: Queen Charlotte, right?
1: Um, because he had seen what had happened in the past. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they really understood the impact that Charlotte had on his well-being.
0: Well the thing is, yes, it has, but it it's you know, it's like to to say, does Charlotte is Charlotte good for King George? Yes. And Charlotte is not the cure for whatever King George has, because you know, it's like we did see the dreadful doctor when he talked to George the first time. Like he had a good impact. Yeah, he was able to to come out from whatever episode that he was in. Mm-hmm. But that alone is not going to fix anything. No, of course not. Yeah, and I think that's what Reynolds wanted Charlotte to understand. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because yes, all oh, this is very good. It's nice. Yes, I'm happy that he's oh, doing well, mm-hmm. but. Please know that this is not going to be stay there because he's Mm. been there before. Yeah. So I I understood why he was concerned. Mm -hmm. And then after that, they show you Reynolds and Brimsley taking a bath and they were talking about love. And it is really, is it possible? Is it truly possible? And, you know, it felt, this scene felt very hopeful to me. And uh, yeah, I liked it. Mm-hmm. It was hope. It was you know this. It was hope. That's what it represented.
1: I thought. I think too it was speaking more than just their relationship, yeah. the relationship mm-hmm. of the king and queen, mm-hmm. but for England, I think there was a lot of hope in all the entire story.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. And then we saw the visit with Lady Denbury with uh, the Princess Augusta. Mm-hmm. And in that communication conversation, this is what I noticed. When, of course, she asked Lady Denver, she said, well, I heard that the queen visited you. And she said, yeah, she came to give, to give her condolences for the the passing of my husband. And Princess Augusta said, losing her husband is inconvenient. I thought that was very telling. Yes. I and
1: this was, conversation this conversation was very layered, very powerful and so many different takes on it. But I want to hear what you have to say first.
0: Well, what I felt is that they were playing chess with each other. Mm. That's what I felt. I felt it to me because of the way the conversation was going. Okay, so... Losing her husband is inconvenient. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take a sip of the tea. <laughs> and I will sit in front of you and then I will smile. And then I will say something. You remember that you met the, the, the late Lord Denbury. That's another pawn that we are moving on the chessboard. Yes. And now what will I come back with? That's what I felt. I felt they were playing chess with each other. Very worthy opponents.
1: Yes, yes. So I felt like uh, there was some empowerment. There was some challenge. There was some, um, what are you going to do about it kind of thing. All wrapped into this conversation.
0: And I was like, holy loaded conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to me, I loved it because I felt this is what intelligent conversations look like. Mm-hmm. Nobody's calling people names, <laughs> but I, I am going to say something and I am going to pay attention to how you react. Mm-hmm. What do you say back? And then I will take it in and I will come back with a retort. To me, this is conversation between between intelligent people. <laughs> Yes,
1: yes, but at the same time, it's like you get to the point. What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: just hiding behind this cloak and dagger thing. Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is they, they know each other. This is the thing. Like they, they really do know. You can't go to Princess Augusta and not know who you are playing chess with. Mm, true. It's impossible. And and Lady Denbury had plenty of time. She had plenty of time because it's not the first time she's been meeting her. Yeah, very true. I think the reason that this changed is because she had now, she had promised Queen Charlotte that she was going to be a friend. Yes, so now it's what? how
1: much do you give versus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your friendship. Yeah. yeah, yes. I think that's what changed it. Also, I think because Lady Danbury was still so uncertain about the, the her son's title. And just again, that she's confident, she knows what she wants, she knows what she's getting out of this conversation, but yet she's still with that fine line of
0: balancing. Well, yes, because, because now she's seen the queen in a vulnerable state. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to add more to what the queen is going through. Yes. Okay. Now she has to be very careful of what she tells Princess Augusta. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's a juggling act, mm-hmm. and how you're going to do this in order for you to remain the person you are in the position that you are. Exactly. So that fine line. Yeah. Yeah. That that's brilliantly brilliantly played. I mm-hmm. I love that conversation. Then. <laughs> we see Carl and Lady Denbury. Yes, here is for me what I picked. They they were having a conversation because she was telling her, "Well, you know, I kept, I promised the Queen I will be, you know, I am a friend. I cannot just go and divulge information to Princess Augusta." Yes. And Lady Denbury asked a question that I thought, "Oh, okay, it's like what the conversation she was having with." Lord uh, Lord Ledger, because in that conversation, she says, what is not new? And it felt to me like when she was rambling with Lord Ledger and mm-hmm. he asked, what is there? And what is not there? That's what it felt like to me. Mm-hmm. And that what is not new, it, 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 it was, like, how can I say this? It's called for a pause to really understand what is it that I am not seeing? Mm-hmm. What is it that I did not get? And what is it that I, I'm, I've been looking at with the same eye? Yes. It's funny because
1: some of these phrases are old school in the sense of like from that day and age. And if you're not really paying attention, you're like, okay, what is it they're actually saying? <laughs>
0: what did that mean you know so yeah it's definitely yes well again so well done (laughs) and now the dowager princess went to see visit george that's when he she went to visit george and she ended up speaking with charlotte yeah Hmm. and that's when i realized that charlotte has stepped up to her position yes and is taken on the role of queen. <laughs> yes, yes yeah. because when she said to her, well, you know, I, w- I might fear that you have kidnapped the king and you're not letting him see me, you know, because he's the king. And she said, and I am your queen. Queen, exactly. And yeah. that changed. That, that, the way they were, it changed in that moment. Because before the... Princess thought she still had the upper hand, Mm -hmm.
1: that she was still in charge, pulling Mm -hmm. the strings. But now Charlotte put her in her place.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she was surprised because she said, wow, you've grown comfortable. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And you've chosen me well. Oh, that's another (laughs) step. Yeah, exactly. Brought me me here. So that, yeah, that changed things. And I loved it. Mm -hmm. And
1: again, that's now the queen knows her role as queen, but also what's best for her husband. I love that, yeah.
0: And I also think that's when finally Princess Augusta expressed her fears. Mm. Queen Charlotte. I think before she she wanted to protect George, so she kept a lot from Queen Charlotte. And I think this time, when she's saying, well, you know, you can't allow him to hide because this is not going to go well. Mm -hmm. And I think at this time, she really expresses her fear. Yeah. Things that she's she's always protected. Mm -hmm. And the reason why she was protecting it, I think at that moment, she did did share that with Charlotte. And she should have done that at the very beginning. But that's another story. (laughs) But it's true. And, And it's a good point. Because, you know, when I saw this, I kept thinking, okay, why is it that we human beings, we're resisting so much?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That We resist change so much. It's like, even though change is happening, we are holding on to things to do them the same way we used to do them, That's even true. though life is changing. And mm-hmm. I say this about myself. I say this about, you know, what I'm experiencing in my own life right now. And I'm like, what is it? why do we resist change so much
1: fear of the unknown it's the way we always did things it's always that status quo
0: <laughs> yes which makes it even more complicated for everybody
1: yes. mm-hmm.
0: seriously that's what it does
1: absolutely <laughs> but again just with all the
0: excuses we tell ourselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now we're back to present day where <laughs> Queen Charlotte, ungrateful children. The most ungrateful whining children. And she's now you can see she's bad. Yeah. <laughs> and she's and she goes, I was the most extraordinary mother. Brimsley cleared his throat. <laughs> <laughs> he Did he want to say something? <laughs> and she goes. I was the most <laughs> extraordinary mother. <laughs> and she said, she says, say what you have to say because it clears his throat, say what you have to say. You are the most, and she talks about the fact that she's, she's a good queen and she right. had added, and mother, and he repeated, you are a good queen. <laughs> yeah. So his opinion <laughs> was definitely clear. <laughs> and it was also, it was funny and also very sad because when you think you have had someone who's worked with you for so long yeah, and it is now that you're asking, Prinsley, have you no family? And I'm thinking, really? I know. How did you not know that? Oh, so sad. So, so
1: sad. It just showed that, that, I guess, previously that wasn't a priority to her and, uh, you know, at the, that boundary, that line you don't cross, the personal professional.
0: Yeah, but she is inquisitive.
1: Yes, but again, I think that, you know, crossing that line of familiarity and Mm -hmm. protocol also for Brimsley would have been very difficult because that's a fine line to walk and balance, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I find that that scene very, very sad. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And George went to Actually, Charlotte went to meet with Lady Denbury. (laughs) Another lie. You have babies. Tell me because the doctor said it's gonna be. And I don't know if you heard it, but Lady Denbury answering Queen to Queen Charlotte, she says, "It only hurt her little." (laughs) The word. You, you should hardly remember it when it is over. She could not even get the word out properly. Yeah, no, it was so like, funny. I was like, okay, you, tell her the truth. It's gonna hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, though. I agree with you should hardly remember it when it is done because again, I've seen many of my friends having children and when they just gave birth, it They they said, I will never do that again. Again, And then they get pregnant again. (laughs) Once later, he's like, I'm pregnant! (laughs) What happened? Hi there.
1: Welcome to Take Another Look Podcast. I'm Melanie Terimolo, and I'm joined by...
0: Keanu Felix
1: guys we had such an incredible conversation for episode six of Queen Charlotte we had to make it into two sections so that you weren't going to be stuck there for a long period of time listening it was a great conversation Gerda wasn't it and I'm looking forward to hear what your feedback is so enjoy the second half yes (laughs) yes